0: Welcome to the Phoenix Nest, the podcast where bad bitches read romance. I'm Jess. And I'm Kat. And today we'll be discussing lit. Lick lit lick i don't even know what i'm saying lick by kylie scott but before we get into the book we'd like to remind you to rate and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and follow us on social media you can find us at the phx nest pod on instagram and phx pod on twitter you can also email us at the phoenix nest pod at gmail.com the links to our social media can be found in the description along with the link to our goodreads and the link to our favorite independent bookstore mostly books all right kat Lick
1: by Kylie Scott. Rockstar Romance. And if you are tempted to read the second book in this mm-hmm. double book book, mm-hmm. I would say don't because I just flipped to random page and the writing style changes and it. it's awful. Wow. Um. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Just a warning. Good to know. Just a warning. You won't like it. Um. But I'm going to read you the synopsis. Yes, please. It is literally less than a paragraph. Here we go. <laughs> Evelyn Thomas's plans for celebrating her 21st birthday in Las Vegas were big, but she sure never meant to wake up on the bathroom floor of the hangover to rival the Black Plague, a very attractive half-naked man and a diamond on her finger large enough to scare King Kong. One thing is certain, being married to one of the hottest rock stars on the planet is sure to be a wild ride. That's it.
0: Alright, so, thoughts before reading it. Did you have any? Were you concerned?
1: I was very concerned. Um, I did not read the synopsis. I for the best. Well, so there are some things in there that I don't like <laughs> in the synopsis. Um, but we've talked about before, we both really struggle with celebrity romance. Yes. Um. I don't know why we do. Maybe because we just d- Well, when we talked about this before, is because I don't care if people are celebrities. <laughs> That doesn't affect me yeah. very much. I don't fangirl very hard over very many people. No. um, And we talked about that because we talked about when we were talking about athletes mm, yeah. in our sports romance stuff. That's
0: because you have more feelings towards athletes than I do sometimes. <laughs> based <laughs> sometimes. On, based on your Instagram sending habits to me sometimes. Sometimes. Which I think is always fun. um. And then I'm the one who's like,
1: oh, my God, it's Chris Evans. What do I do? But, I mean, like, I, I'm i not afraid to, like, go up and talk to people. No, you're not. Even if they're celebrities, like, I that's have just not a thing.
0: no I, desire. Like, I can follow all these celebrities, and I could be like, oh, my God, I love them so much. But I never want to meet them see, in person. See, not that
1: I don't care about. Like, if I see them in real life, and they happen to, like, be near me, I'll talk to them. But if they're, I'm not going to go out of my way unless it's someone, like, Crazy important to, like, hometown stuff. Right? Yeah. Like, U of A stuff. So I remember, like, whatever.
0: Um, the Festival of Books happened, right? Right. And um, I had to meet my authors in the little author yes. wait, wait, waiting room. Yeah. Um, Jen DeLuca is an absolute delight, first and foremost. Okay. She's beautiful. She's amazing. I loved her. Awesome. Um, Christina Lauren, Allie Hazelwood, they're all delights. All of them were delightful. And I'm standing there talking to Jen DeLuca when I first got there. I'm nervous as hell. I do this thing when I am nervous. I sweat. It's a thing. Um, I'm standing there and I'm like, oh, this is really scary. (laughs) It'll be fun. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. She's like, you're doing great. You're going to be amazing. My one of my favorite authors of all time walked into the room Mm -hmm. and I remember turning and looking at Jen and her looking back at me going, it's going to be okay." And I was like, I'll be fine if he just stays over there. He did not stay over there. No, 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 no. He walked through the room, came and stood directly next to me on my left. And I turned and looked at Jen like, what the fuck do I do? And she was like, you're going to be okay. And then my friend was interviewing him at her panel that was happening Uh at the same time as mine. She came up. She's like, oh, my God. I had the balls to talk to my favorite author. I did not embarrass myself, thankfully. But there was that moment where I was like, I could verbal vomit right now. and It would be the worst experience of my life. So I decided to not do that. Yeah. And thank God. This is why I can't meet people that I admire. Because I will say something stupid. And then I have to go lie down or
1: jump off a cliff. Right. So which I think is like most people's reactions. Um, so in our book, Evelyn, who is mostly called Ev throughout the rest of the book, hate that. Which is I would assume you'd be Evie. Evie would make more sense
0: as opposed to Ev. But
1: Ev, I don't know. So like nickname stuff. But um, so she has gone to celebrate her birthday in Las Vegas. Because who doesn't want to get shit-faced in Las Vegas when you're 21? Me. (laughs) I don't know. I don't. I've been to Vegas a couple times. It's not, like, maybe it's because I'm a female that I don't think it's very fun. Like, more people bothered me when I was there than I felt was was necessary. Yeah. Like, whatever. I had a man yell at me about my back tattoo while I was there. I was just walking down the street with a giant margarita. Some guy yelled at me and I was like, Don't talk to me. <laughs> Why was he yelling at you? He said, Hey, back tattoo, I know what you like. Ew. As a way of trying to pick me up. And I was like, Okay, I'm done with Vegas. <laughs> like, let's go back to the hotel. The
0: last time I went to Vegas, I was 18 and we were seeing Papa Roach in concert at the Hard oh, Rock Cafe. Wow.
1: <laughs> Throwback. Um, But yeah, yeah, I do know people who go, like, every year, or they have specific places they like to go. Um, One of our friends uh, used to do the bowling tournament there, Mm -hmm. and really enjoyed that, or, like, people have certain hotels that they really love, whatever, shows, I don't know. It's just not me. No. But I'm not, like, big into drinking and stuff anyways. No. And that's, like, a lot of what you're doing if you go on this trip.
0: Well, and then, if you're not drinking, you're gambling, and one time I put $5 in a, in a slot machine at the casino down here and immediately lost it, and I said, fuck it, I'm done.
1: I did ride the roller coaster at in New York, New York, Ooh. but I had to ride it alone because no one would go with me. I would have gone with you. Hmm.
0: But that's an experience I don't Neither want to experience to ride a roller coaster.
1: Um, so, she, I think it's a little bit strange that she's just turning 21. Yeah. Um... They feel like Vegas for your twenty first is kind of weird and out of reach for a lot of twenty one year olds, especially because it says that she's like in college and stuff. Um, but anyways, she gets completely shit housed. Mm-hmm. She, we start the book of her waking up and there's a, a dude there that she doesn't recognize, and she's like severely hungover. I don't like the comparison of the Black Plague to your hangover. <laughs> i feel like that's weird that was that was what tripped me up on the synopsis when i was reading the first time was
0: she covered in sores god i hope not i didn't mention were her appendages turning black Mm -hmm. i don't understand how that comparison makes any sense analogy
1: yeah um but anyway so she wakes up and she is going to vomit again and the guy that she's with is like hey you you threw up a lot last night you need some water like Trying to take care of her, and she's like, "Who are you? Why are you with me? Get away from me!" And then he's like, uh "We're married," and she freaks out and vomits because of the size of the diamond on her hand because it's like, how many cares was it?
0: Massive. I don't remember. I think it was five. like three or five. I think something it's
1: five. It. it was. It was big.
0: It was a big ass and, ring. And um,
1: so he like takes that like I mean I guess someone throwing up is saying that you're married to them is kind of something that you'd be mad about. Um, but he, like, storms out and is, like, fine, we'll get an annulment. Go hear from my lawyers, whatever. And then kind of leaves her to that. But, like, she's dumb. So dumb. And she doesn't, she like, doesn't I understand she's freaked out. I'm not going to, like, argue that point. Because, like, if you woke up with a severe hangover and obvious blackout, you would be freaked out that there's a dude in your bed, too. Totally understand. No. But she doesn't ask him any questions. No. Nope. She doesn't ask what his first and last name is. She doesn't ask how how they got from drinking at a casino or bar to where to her hotel room. She doesn't ask like anything, like literally anything.
0: She doesn't not a single that a question. That
1: ask. "How do you not know tattoos burn?" So, so in this right, Alex is looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" So in the book, <laughs> they've because they were like so into each other, they decided. They're gonna get their names tattooed on each other. And so he gets hers on his forearm. Yeah. Which is like a normal place to get a tattoo. She got she gets hers on her ass cheek and forgets and doesn't realize it until later. First off, let's talk about how his name is David.
0: It is. Can you imagine can you imagine what if you were getting your tattoo and you only knew him as Dave and you just got Dave tattooed to your ass?
1: Well, it sounded like he was pretty sober. He was
0: sober enough to know. Sober
1: enough to know that, like, he could ask Cartier to open and buy an engagement ring for them. And sober enough to know the correct spelling of both of their names. So, I mean, there's that. So anyways, they go their separate ways. But then it's all a shitstorm when she gets home. Uh Because it has been leaked in the press that this guy, who's, like, the hottest bachelor of the world has ever known... And part of this big band, or not big band, but, like, big, well-known. Stage what I mean. Dive. Um, what a
0: dumb t- name for a band. Stage Dive. <laughs> Alex is laughing under his breath. <laughs> it's
1: pretty bad. <laughs> but anyways, pictures have leaked. The information has leaked. Her best friend, um, first of all, disappeared with, like, a waiter. Yeah. And obviously got a little busy and didn't Didn't understand. keep an eye on her friend. And then is like, dude, you fucked up. Like... <laughs> good job, you made a really famous guy from the band I love. And she's like, she's like, who? What are you talking about? And she's like, just promise me that if you guys get divorced, that you won't, like, destroy the band. You won't break them up. And I was like, this is a terrible friend. But then
0: she's also saying, but you should also break up so that I get good music again. Because the last time the band had good music was when he ended his relationship.
1: Yeah. When he got cheated on. So... So, David sends his like, security team to go get her, mm-hmm. to fly her to California so that he can, like, keep track of her, like, keep the press away from her and all this stuff, till it settles down. He's like, it'll settle down. You can use my lawyers and all stuff. And he's kind of being a douchebag. And we find out later that that's because he has really hurt feelings, and he has a lot of abandonment issues.
0: Because the, the woman that he was with cheated on him with his bandmate. With his brother. The drug
1: addict the head brother yep who's the lead singer and so she fucked the brother in the house that david owned Mm-hmm. and then told him over the phone while he was overseas
0: what is the piece of and then of she jewelry? stayed
1: around as like a personal assistant because she's related to a different family
0: yeah she's so, gross and i don't like her yeah
1: she needs a effect.
0: and they met they wore matching earrings
1: it was a celebratory thing when their record went gold or something.
0: Yeah. Um, Lots of so, jealousy. There was so much jealousy in this.
1: Yeah. So we've got so we've got meeting with the lawyers in the mansion and the jealousy and all this stuff. And then um, his nice bandmate, Malcolm, who they call Mal, who's the drummer, kind of helps Evelyn and like kind of protects her a little bit because mm-hmm. he thinks that she's funny. And he keeps calling her child bride <laughs> because she's only 21 and David's 26. And so the the media is like, that's way too young for her to be married to like a rock star. Like, making a big deal of it. Um, I They love escape. That- they go up the, uh, to Monterey. They spend some time in the house that David owns. And he starts recording music because now he's super in love with her and she's in love with him. And they decide to stay married. But then... There's a show in L. A. Uh-huh. and Martha, who is the PA, yeah, um, like corners him and they have a fight. And then when Evelyn walks in, they're kissing, and Evelyn freaks out. And he's like, "Don't leave me, it's for you, and leave me." And then Evelyn leaves. And so it's months, and she's like, the saddest she's ever been in her whole entire life because you know, she's actually in love with him. But didn't realize she's actually in love with him. And she's going through whatever. All this and then he shows bullshit. up and like wins her over. Yeah. And finally explains, like, I didn't want that woman to kiss me. She kissed me, and then you walked in. It was really bad timing. Yep. And you said you wouldn't let me. Like, all this, like, trust issue stuff. Yeah. So, that's as good a summary as I can do without getting too far into, like, all the minutia. Yeah. There's a lot. There was a lot that went on. It was a long book for not, it was literally, like, the duration of their relationship was, like, a, a couple months
0: yeah it wasn't very long
1: because it had been like only a month since she last saw him when he showed up at the coffee shop yep um I think
0: I told you after you finished it that I could not see stop singing that Katy Perry song that's what you get for waking up in Vegas oh yeah I am still singing it right now because of the stupid book
1: and like she was right she was right She's that's totally right. what you get for um, Waking Up in Vegas. So some things to point out, though, are that, like, the way that these characters are written is pretty believable. Yeah, they felt like real nice. people.
0: But at the same time, the jealousy and the miscommunication was too strong in this one for me.
1: But I think that's kind of a theme in celebrity romance. Yeah. Because it's, like, supposed to be, like, this fast party lifestyle. It's so like, who can you trust kind of shit. And then he literally couldn't trust anyone because of his brother. And his mom. Well, and but, then like, she that. was
0: having issues with it as well. But I think a lot of her issues was that she's 21. She realizes she doesn't want to be an architect like her father wants her to be. And so
1: Well, she just has like normal people insecurity. She's twenty-one. Mm.
0: She's an infant as well.
1: Um Yeah, I mean and then when she finally goes home, she finds out that her best friend, Lauren, Lauren.
0: is dating her brother.
1: Who, like, they didn't get along at first. Yeah. Now they're, like, going to get married probably.
0: More than so, likely.
1: Um, so, okay. So, we've already, talked, <laughs> we've already talked about how we don't really understand celebrity romances because the appeal is, like, very, very little to us. Mm-hmm. Um. If you were to date a celebrity... It would be, like, would you travel with them? Or would you be like, no, I would like to keep my job. I'm a homebody. Right.
0: I would not travel. I, a, I don't sleep very well when I travel. Uh-huh. B, if I have to travel in a plane, I hate it. I can't hear on planes. I don't like my ears being all poppy and stuff. I literally just did this traveling on Monday and Tuesday, and I fucking hated it. Just, tired from it it's,
1: I don't you're such a baby I don't want to do he's in Texas
0: I don't even want to do any of that shit <laughs> I just don't give a shit so I'd be like just see you when you come home
1: see and like I think I'd be the opposite not because of like the trustworthiness issue but, but you would enjoy traveling like, going places yeah but I would also not want to go all the time see I could
0: go like for a weekend I still
1: want to have like my dog yeah and like an actual house and like my and stuff. And I feel like I can't just do, like, World Tour 2022 and be, like, happy with that lifestyle. It'd
0: I be also exhausting. I
1: also don't like people enough to want to do any of that. Oh, I don't mind the schmoozing thing. Like, I think that's fine. It's just exhausting it's just, to me. It's um, just a lot of commitment to things that I don't generally care about. Like, there's no way I'm going out and partying. No. Just because we're supposed to. I'm staying home and watching the pets. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I feel that. But, I mean... They got along well. Their, like, actual chemistry was pretty good aside from the jealousy issue. Yeah. Um. They did seem to form, like, an actual friendship, which is something we very often miss in romance.
0: I think that they realized once they got married that the next step was to attempt to form that that bond.
1: It took a little while because he was real salty about her not remembering things. Yeah. Um. Which I... I understand, like I do and I don't understand that because if, I think it's just because it meant a lot to him the way that he felt in that moment in that night. Yeah. And then her not remembering any of the closeness or like friendship portion of that really hurt his feelings. Yeah,
0: but when you're blackout drunk, there's not a lot you can really do with that.
1: Listen, if you're blackout drunk, we're already losing.
0: I've been blackout once in my life.
1: It's just not fun. It's not. And people that think it's fun are the people that you don't want to be friends with. Ugh,
0: those are the ones that have alcohol problems, red flag. Big red, flag. red flag.
1: But and like, but then there, it's also like, what kind of drunk are they? Because like, if they're a fun drunk and they're blackout, then they're just funnier, because they're not going to make trouble. But if they're already like a troublemaking drunk. Yeah, then it's going to be awful, and you're going to have to like wrangle them and literally like lock them in a room.
0: You're a fun drunk. I just have to follow you. <laughs> <laughs> I will walk.
1: I will leave places. Yeah, cat leaves places. I don't drive. Like I want to say that no. I don't like drink and drive. No, when I leave, I just start walking, or I want to go see something, and cat. I never come back.
0: Cat wants to be friends with people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Alex,
0: when he I gets drunk, friendly
1: when I'm when I'm drinking.
0: Alex gets drunk and has to greet everyone at the
1: door. There was a party where I, for some reason, <laughs> had a knife in my pocket. What the fuck? I think <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> it was Alex's knife, actually. Probably. It was. I don't know why I had it, but I couldn't get it closed. Mm. And because I couldn't find Alex, I put it in my hoodie pocket. But then we took a walk.
0: Was I at this party? I feel like I it was, was a not Super Bowl party. I was not then.
1: Um, so we took a walk in the front. And made like, halfway down the street, and then Brian came after us. It's like, where are you guys going? Oh, I know why I had it. We were c- we were cutting open a glow stick to draw on the ground. <laughs> and Alex, like, really here uses, this, but be really careful. And then, like, went inside. And that was, like, the extent of, like, our parental supervision.
0: <laughs> so, basically, what we're getting at is that I drink maybe one, two beers at most when uh-huh. I go to these parties. And I'm the DD. And I'm the one who drives us places. hmm or unless it's that one time that you and I got too drunk and your sister drove us to McDonald's. Oh, yeah. There was that time. Yeah, I forgot about And we went to Fascinations. And you turned all of the vibrators on the wall <laughs> on. And then you walked away from them while they vibrated the wall. And the poor woman behind us and your sister was turning them off for us. <laughs> Shouldn't let me in there. Basically, what would happen is, is if anybody's going to get drunk and get married, it's Kat. Oh, 100% hundred like I'm already
1: kind of like into the idea of like eloping. So like <laughs> so like if someone's like, hey, let's go to Vegas, I'll be like, all right.
0: Cat would sign Kat's up fine. in a heartbeat.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I'm down.
0: I, I would not.
1: I'm just like not a big traditional wedding person. No. I appreciate other people's weddings. Like I think they're fun. Yeah. I think the planning of weddings is fun. Um I don't love church weddings. Oh, those but, are but like for myself personally if I find the person that I feel like I'm going to marry, and I'm like, let's go. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's not that I don't care about a wedding. It's I'd rather, like, just be married. Like, get married. Yeah. Like, I don't need the big. because I'm the person who hates opening birthday presents while you everyone are. watches me. Yep. So, like, walking down the aisle in the big white dress and everyone staring at me is, like, my worst nightmare. Um, I told my students my least favorite thing in the whole world is public speaking, and they said, then why are you a teacher? I said, because you're all 12. <laughs> so Kat just said that she's the type
0: of person who doesn't want everybody to watch her when she opens her gifts, but she 100% wants you to open her gifts to you. Oh, 100 Immediately. I love giving
1: presents.
0: Immediately. Yeah. I have been handed gifts multiple times and then followed up with, are you going to open it right now? And I'm like, I literally just got here.
1: I'm like, tear the paper off. Can
0: let's I just do please put my shit down before we do I this? I love
1: just giving presents, though. She's um, always really
0: good at it, too. I'm a lady because of her.
1: But yeah, I don't need a five care ring. I don't I want don't one. I don't need Elvis. I feel like that's icky. I don't, I'm not a big Elvis fan as it is, so if drunk me probably wouldn't be like, yeah, let's do that.
0: I feel like you would do but the one in Vegas where it's the drive-thru.
1: Get in, get it, it done, is, get out. I you the Taco Bell wedding. The Taco Bell wedding? Have you seen that? With a fake cheese? The Taco Bell chapel, Alex. And they serve alcoholic blended Baja Blast like it's a margarita.
0: Whoa! Wait yeah. a second. If you're doing that, we're all going.
1: Okay, it's not that I'm not going to invite you guys when I elope. I'm just going to be like, "Yo, going to Vegas? Let's go, everyone.
0: Hack your bags. Let's do this." But yeah, shit. so they
1: have a, a Taco Bell wedding chapel, and it's like a thing.
0: Alex I and I are. Convinced. Alex and I are getting turned on I those. I will
1: not wear a white dress to the Taco Bell.
0: I feel like you can't. Would it be purple? Would it be Taco Bell purple? No.
1: I don't know what it would be, but not that.
0: Alex and I was we were really into that.
1: I <laughs> mean it would just depend. Like I don't know. But um, but yeah, you're right. Of all of the people we know, I'm probably most likely to to agree to that mm-hmm. as an event in my life. Um, just because I kinda think it's fun.
0: As someone who eloped sober, I don't highly suggest it unless you are drunk. I was also too young to drink. I got married at 19.
1: Oh, see. We're definitely old enough to drink, so. Yeah,
0: we're old enough now.
1: <laughs> but it is, like, a weird thing to think about if you were in that situation. Would you do it? No from you, yes from me. Um, It's a fat no from I me. I feel like generally I'm a pretty good judge of character. You can tell that because I don't have very many friends. <laughs>
0: But we've talked about <laughs> on the podcast several times that we've cultivated our friends group to what it is now. Yeah. Over a long but period of time. drunk you
1: makes pretty good snap judgments.
0: Drunk you
1: makes very
0: good snap judgments. And if you don't follow drunk you and your snap judgments, you can turn on an instant.
1: I would, like, to say that I've never been, like, in trouble. No. Because of my wandering or my judgment stuff. Um, like, I've never been arrested. I've never gone in trouble. I've never gotten our party shut down or anything No, crazy.
0: I've just had to, like, keep an eye on you. Like, when we went to Burlesque that one night and it was really swampy in there because they didn't have air conditioning. Oh, yeah. And it was monsoon season and we got the $5 margarita that was the size of your face. Oh, yeah. I had to keep a close eye on you because
1: hot and drunk you... Is I like, gotta go outside.
0: <laughs> a whole different story and we were down on 4th, but... Um, but,
1: yeah, I, I'm i just, I'm not a very, like, messy or mean or sloppy yeah. drunk i like wanting to have a good time.
0: So in this book, did you find any of the characters lovable? Did you like to relate to any of them or like any of them? Because mine was Malcolm. I loved Malcolm. I probably I also would have called Evie.
1: Liked, I guess I kind of like Mal. Um, I wasn't super into any of the characters. Like there's nothing in this book that was like heart-wrenching. No. Um, it was... A pretty like aside from like the seriousness of the drugs and like his mom being crazy. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty light hearted book with just like a, a shot of jealousy in there.
0: And that was really the only tension in the book.
1: Yeah, I mean was okay. they're like their sexual chemistry is pretty good. Um, I liked that they kept he purposefully would go back to like we're friends. Mm-hmm. Like we're friends in this and like remind her of that because she is very separate in like, well he's my husband. Versus he's my friend. And so when he went to, like, woo her back, um, he made sure to, like, show her that he was trying to be her friend. Yeah. And I think that's something that we often miss in romance novels. It's often, like, that guy's hot, gonna fucking
0: him. We <laughs> and that's, like, wedding. We don't ever get the friendship. Like, we never get to see them evolve into friends before.
1: Especially because like, male friendships in romance novels are often just used as, like, a...
0: A stepping point for the romance.
1: Or a, like, a love triangle tactic. And we don't have any of that here. Because while David's very jealous, like, he doesn't want other people to touch her. Yeah. um, Like, but he means sexually. Like, he doesn't want people, like, grabbing on her and, like, kissing her and stuff. And being weird with her. He's like, we're not sharing my wife. Yeah. um, Like, that's understandable.
0: I just enjoyed that we got to see that build between the two of them. It wasn't a wham-bam, we're married and now here are trials and tribulations. There is relationship building. There was um, compromise within the relationship. It wasn't a, this is how we're doing it and you're going to listen to me. They were both very
1: honest as characters. Mm -hmm. Um, Their appreciation of each other was really interesting because a lot of it was, like, outward physical Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, But it was also, like, kind of important because when he... Showed appreciation to her for her physical form. It wasn't like "you're so hot" or like whatever. It was. It was more like trying to reassure her, of her that her insecurities shouldn't be.
0: They're her not. Insecurities. They weren't. Yeah, they were something they that Gallopals. he was. He was not opposed to the way she looked. He actually really loved her for the way she because looked.
1: Because at one point she says something along the lines of like, "Well, now you're stuck with me." It's because her butt is photographed and in magazines. Yeah, and it was on the news. Because someone snuck a picture when she was getting her butt tattooed. First of all, we didn't even talk about this. Why your butt?
0: Of all the just places. Just to be funny?
1: I don't like it. I've never once thought I should get a butt cheek tattoo. No. And I have a lot of tattoos. You do. And not, not a one has been like, this should go on my butt. No. Like, even my secret ones aren't my butt. Nope. They're just high up on your hips. It's like, side? Side. Side. Thigh hip
0: area. I don't, know. I don't know what you call that.
1: It's, yeah? it's just like high up, like panty line. Almost. Yeah, almost. Almost. Um, I just. I just don't know why you'd want to do that. First off, I'm
0: never tattooing anybody's name to my body. Ever.
1: Yeah. I always. Really, so Ridge always tells me that that's like the worst idea ever. Yeah. Because okay, so I got a tattoo on my foot. I was an A, yeah, and he. I was maybe 21 and he goes, Is it for a boy? <laughs> and like, no, he goes, You have to promise it's not for a boy because I'm not gonna do it if it is. And I was like, Rich, I'm paying you. <laughs> and we had to have that whole talk. and he was, like, he was like, All right, as long as it's not for some dude because that never works out. He's like, what do you say people's names in matching tattoos? and I was like, feel
0: that. I have, I got my flower on the back of my neck and I had the coloring done just the way I wanted it and everything. And as soon as I was done, my ex-husband was supposed to have our daughter's name tattooed to his inner forearm. And as soon as I was done, he took a look at it, looked at the tattoo artist and says, okay, I'm ready. Went in, came out with my exact tattoo on his forearm.
1: Instead?
0: Instead of her name. Huh. Joke's on him, though. Because he doesn't talk to our child and hasn't in almost 11 years. So, yeah. fuck him. But, like, you have a matching tattoo with someone we no longer speak with. Right. You and I unintentionally got matching tattoos. Right. But I feel like unintentionally is better um, than intentionally I have doing a
1: matching it. tattoo with my mom and my sister. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's though. about it.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think I have any... Well, no, me and... Um, me and my sister have our parents' handwriting, and at first she had my mom's and I had my dad's. Uh-huh. And now I have both of them.
0: First off, it's adorable, though.
1: It's so cute. It is so cute. It's so cute. Um, but yeah, like, I have a lot of tattoos, and the thing is, like, my students ask me about this all the time, and I'm like, years after you guys have to realize you can't just, like, cover no. So, like, if Evelyn wanted to get David's name covered on her butt sheet, it probably wouldn't work, or it would have to be something monstrously huge. And I know like, that's just
0: your, just your ass cheek. It's got a monstrously huge, weird tattoo
1: on it. Well, when I asked about getting this one covered, yeah, um, I was told like that's a hard one to cover because it's like a geometric. The lines are too straight, um, so we can't really cover it really well. So we just added stuff to it to draw attention away from it, which works really well. It does. Like, I've, it's no longer the first thing you see in that tattoo. I again. very much forget that you have it. Yeah, very and much then I forget think, it. Like. <laughs> that was the only thing there before and that's why it's so noticeable and now it's not and it's now it's in not flowers yeah but like so just no butt tattoos you, Butt tattoos people get tattoos on their dicks I imagine if he had gotten her knee on his penis ew <laughs>
0: I hate that so much so does Alex <laughs> Alex's face right now he's like <sighs> no so gross no. so gross is there anything else you want to talk about with this one or are we pretty much done? I feel like we've covered everything. Um, I
1: don't know. I have a story I'll tell you off mic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's talk about that one off mic.
1: Let's let's rate, though, because, um...
0: It's 10 p.m. and we want to start the hookah.
1: Well, we just don't have anything else to say.
0: It's also like, 10 p.m. Like, I'm not going a... to
1: be... Like, okay, so the weird vampires with the H's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I still read the other books. Did you really? Yeah, I read the rest of that series. Like, the next, like, three of them. I was
0: going to say, because there's, um, like, 26 of them.
1: But, like, this one doesn't tempt me at all, even knowing that the next one would be Malcolm.
0: I, I'm, just, I'm
1: just not into it.
0: I moved on to a different series about gay serial killers, so I'm going to continue with that one. I'll tell you about that off mic, too, Alex. Um, but it's,
1: I would, anyway. <laughs> I don't want
0: to read more Rockstar. That's just not my jam. Well, and,
1: like, the point of this here, like, all of our things are to, like, kind of try new things that we wouldn't normally read. And this is not something that either of us would pick up. No. So we did the thing. And we did it successfully, but we still didn't like it. And the reason
0: we only did one rock star, I said it in the last episode. I'm gonna just say as it a again. Reminder. Just as a reminder, Kat chose one. I started it before she did. I got about five pages in. They used the R word three times as a joke, and it made me feel icky.
1: And just like there was no warning about that. It's no. not the synopsis or anything. Like this book says, "fucktard." Which I yeah. think it kind of pushes. It pushes it pushes the
0: boundary a little bit. But
1: not as much as the full, full on, on. Yeah,
0: that word, and we're not going to repeat it because it's not who we are as people. But it it just didn't sit right with me. It didn't sit right with Cat after we discussed it, and we decided instead that we were just going to do a review of the Hating Game movie,
1: which was very short. But that I mean, and that's it is
0: what it is for that. one. It is what it is for that one. So Cat on a Rating scale of one to five. How many stars do you give Lick?
1: Um, I'm going to go with a three. Wow, I know that it feels a little bit high, but it's because the the storyline, even though I can't relate to it, was complete and was still pretty good. The characters were pretty good. Um, Evelyn was super whiny, mm-hmm. but I imagine I would also be whiny if I didn't want to be married to a rock star and woke up and was told I had to be married to a rock star. Um, yeah, I feel like there were too many background characters and that mm-hmm. kind of detracted from the story itself, yeah because when you start focusing on the other bandmates, like we barely talked about Ben but we definitely knew a lot about Malcolm and like mm-hmm. so it was like it kept going and going and then just it the
0: was tragic last
1: portion of the Rockstar stuff yeah. was just like eh.
0: I gave it a two point two five
1: okay I
0: was not here for it. I didn't enjoy it,
1: not even the sex scenes.
0: The sex scenes were okay.
1: They weren't the hottest we've had. No,
0: they weren't the hottest we've had. They're not Honestly, the hottest I've read this year either.
1: I don't know what would be the hottest. We've I'm gonna
0: been. go back to that gay serial killer romances I'm reading right now. Oh god! Fantastic. I'll talk to you about those later. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just I didn't really connect with any of the characters, and I think that's a lot because I've eloped. I did the getting married at young thing that I just I can't.
1: You're just like whatever.
0: I did it. I've lived that life. I don't want to read about it anymore. It's it's a thing. I just don't care. So I think mean, that's fair. Yeah, I gave it a two point two five and I will not be continuing the series. I don't care enough to.
1: Okay.
0: There is a spin off series though where instead of being
1: Did you read the note about the lyrics being like actual lyrics? No other actual lyrics borrowed from, a, from like a local band or something that's shit. fucking weird there's i don't know where the note is but i think it's in the front but then when i read through the lyrics i was like i need to know what music this is supposed to be because yeah
0: that's strange there's another there's a spin-off series but it's about a bartender it's like a bar maybe i could handle that one it's not a they're not celebrities it's just a oh, bartender yeah.
1: it's the very part the very first part of all lyrics, with the exception of the final song, are used courtesy of Soviet X-Ray Record Club. Huh. Learn more about the band at SylviaXRayRecordClub.com. The term, topless cuddles, comes courtesy of the writer, Daniel Dalton. I don't think you need to coin that phrase, first of all. I mean, we all... We know what topless cuddles are. We all kind of
0: enjoy topless cuddles. It'd be okay. If you
1: don't enjoy topless cuddles,
0: it's a different problem. There's a different problem. Um, the next book we're reading... Let me look it up, because I don't even remember. Are we doing sci-fi next? Girl, I don't know. Girl, none of us know. It
1: all just runs together.
0: We are doing sci-fi next. It looks like we're doing Polaris Rising by Jesse Mihalik. Okay, All right. That one should be fun. I need to, I literally just had that book in my hand today, so I'll have to pull it back out. So, uh, join us next time as we discuss Polaris Rising by Jesse Mihalik, and remember that bad bitches read romance. Bye!